the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dear Christian friends, now is the time. He didn't say those words, but they must have been reflected in the thoughts going through the mind of a young priest named Martin Luther. He was facing some difficult situations in the church almost 500 years ago. And his own words, including, here I stand, they're printed in one of your bulletin inserts today. But watch this for a moment with me. Most serene emperor, illustrious princes, noble lords, I am only a man and not God. But I must defend myself as did Jesus Christ when he said, as I say now, if I have spoken evil, bear witness against me. Martin Luther, you have not yet answered the question. Give us a simple answer. Will you recant or will you not? You ask for a simple answer. Here it is. Unless you can convince me by scripture and not by popes or councils who have often contradicted each other, Unless I am so convinced that I am wrong, I am bound to my beliefs by the text of the Bible. My conscience is captive to the word of God. To go against conscience is neither right nor safe. Therefore, I cannot and I will not Recant. Here I stand. I can do no other. God help me. Amen. That was probably a pretty accurate portrayal of him. You saw the intensity, the conviction that was there. You know, it was not a time to dismiss what was going around him and what was taking place. Instead, now was the time. Now was the time for him to stand firm upon the word of God and on his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, for St. Peter, he knew who was the key to his salvation and faith also. You know, God had said, and Peter quoted, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, And the one who puts their trust in him, they will never be put to shame. And it's through that same word given to us in the Bible that we know where our trust lies. We trust that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, for the sins of all people. And we trust, too, that he rose again and that he lives today and forever. Now is the time for us to reaffirm our commitment, to reaffirm a commitment of walking with the Savior, to, as we have in this past month of January, 
Now's the time to join a small group, to get connected with God's word, to connect people as we will in the the following weeks with the emphasis of now is the time for education with our day school. And for us to do whatever we can to make our rock-solid faith in Christ one that can be known as we stand in today's society. You know, if we didn't have the Word of God, you know, we would really just wonder what's going on in the world today. Life, as many of us have known it, is under attack. Over 40 years ago, our nation legalized the abortion of babies in the womb. In several states... People have been given the right to end their own lives, given certain health situations. The devaluation of the elderly continues to escalate. Marriage has been redefined by our Supreme Court. And the gender one is born with is now up for change. As we think of young people who are being educated today, you know, we need to remind them of who they are in Christ. And for the young people who are here, you will face a very different world than your parents have and even those of your grandparents. You will need to be strong, to be strong because the battle will be fierce. It's important for all of us to look at the resources that we have available. You know, when a a country goes to war, sometimes they can get so focused on the enemy And forget about those resources that are theirs. You know, if you have enough firepower and man and woman power, you don't really need to fear the enemy, any enemy. Think of all the resources that a believer in Jesus Christ has. You know, as Lutherans, we refer to them as the the means of grace. You know, God didn't write his love and mercy, you know, like an airplane can, you know, with words up in the sky. Instead, he chose to communicate those things to us through these special means. You know, we have the chief means of grace in the Bible that is pictured there among the other symbols. God's holy word is truth, and it is without any errors. In his word, God detailed for us his plan to save mankind by sending his son into the world. You know, when St. Paul describes the armor of God for us in Ephesians chapter 6, you know, he says we've got an offensive weapon against the, the devil. And that is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And because of this, we need to stand up for what God says about life. You know, when we're assaulted by doubts and mistakes in our past, you know, we stand on the promises of God. In your past, you may have been deceived by the, the Satan to do some things that were not God-pleasing. But if you repented of your sin, you know, God, he says, your sin is gone. You know, John reminds us in his first letter, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just, and he'll forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A mother can stand for life today even if she has had an abortion. Dr. Jean Garten, who I knew, a a former Missouri Senate member who had passed away at the age of 87, she had an abortion. And then later she wrote a book called Who Broke the Baby? And 
Dr. Garten became an expert on pro-life issues. She even spoke before Congress and state legislatures involved with Lutherans for Life as well. You know, when you bring any sin in the light, Jesus disarms the enemy. You know, the devil, he can no longer hold that sin over us. Christ is your righteousness, and you stand in him. God's word declares that for us. And not only has God given us his word, but he's given us two powerful means too, visible means in which we're reminded that in Christ we are forgiven and we are new creatures. You know, when we were baptized into the death and resurrection of Jesus, his death became our death. And so his resurrection became our resurrection too. We look forward to a, a new resurrection when the world is created again after this one passes. But you're resurrected people right now because you have been resurrected from sin and you live a new life in Christ. You know, we can only stand in faith in that relationship with Christ. He alone is the rock upon which we stand. And, you know, when you're with others and a life issue comes up, you don't have to be afraid to speak up for life because Christ lives in you. Furthermore, God assures us that when we come to the Lord's Supper, that Jesus gave his righteous and spotless and blameless life for us. His body and blood are offered to us in this meal to guarantee for us that in Christ our sins are forgiven. When we have opportunities to come to the communion table as repentant sinners, we know that we don't have any confidence in ourselves, but our confidence is in him, the one who took our place to withstand all that the devil could try to accuse us of doing. It's Jesus who faced every temptation of the devil in the wilderness when Jesus would even quote God's word saying, it is written. So then, we are in a battle. We all need to stand upon a rock on which we stand. We all need this armor to put on, even as we put on our other clothes each day. You know, there's no need for us to go out and take a loan to get this armor. You know, it's already been provided for us. Our Savior and Rock, Jesus, gives it to us. And it's not missing any parts either. Paul says in Ephesians 6, Stand firm then. Here's your armor. It's a belt of truth buckled around your waist. A breastplate of righteousness. Your feet are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith in which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of that evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and then use that sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. You know, think of how vulnerable a soldier would be if he was missing parts of this armor. You who are in Christ, you and I can stand firm, and we can put on that full armor of God. You know, during this week, Lutheran churches and schools in our country and others, too, are celebrating National Schools Week, the National Schools Week of our Lutheran schools. 
And some people have called this the, the crown jewel of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. You know, Lutheran churches, they established these schools and in many of the first congregations that happened. Back in 1847, when our synod was organized, you know, just 12 years before our own congregation and school became into being, you know, there were 12 original congregations and there were 14 Lutheran schools. Today there's over 2,000 Lutheran schools made up of early childhood centers, elementary schools, and even high schools. We know that there's a total enrollment of a quarter of a million students right now. That's like taking the entire population of Tinley Park, Orland Park, and Joliet combined. You know, early Lutheran schools, they were established to help the pastor and families. And it was to help them with the education of their children and their instruction. And they were also true to Martin Luther's words of advice that the children should be well-educated so that they would be able to have career choices that would be unlimited. And there are certain goals that Lutheran schools have. The first is to help students develop as active Christians, not as observers or consumers, but very active. To challenge those students to use their God-given abilities. To also encourage students to assume leadership roles in their churches and communities. And finally, to reach out to the unchurched in their communities and even throughout the world. Lutheran schools are needed because dedicated Christians who are teachers and administrators, they believe that each child is a unique gift of God. We know, too, that the children, we don't want them to waste any of their potential, not only emotionally and physically and socially and academically, but also spiritually. You know, our Lutheran school here at Trinity, like every other school, we, we teach subjects like math and science and history and reading and a number of other subjects. And yet what makes Trinity and Lutheran education a blessing to students and families is that we teach discipleship in life. We teach about joy in eternity forever. It's the teachings of the words and promises and the truth of Jesus Christ, who is the rock upon which we stand. You know, these teachings make up not only our core curriculum, but also it's our daily bread for life. Our students prayerfully, like each of us, will continue to learn them by putting themselves in places where they might hear them and read them and also be able to have them explained. These teachings are the ones that you know, we continue to cling to, to embrace, to accept as the truth of God. And we do that by the gift of the Holy Spirit. These teachings are the ones that we continue to share with others as we walk through this life, and we do it boldly and joyfully. Those of you who are parents, you, know, you have an awesome responsibility a role to play for your children. You know, many of you have brought them to the Lord by baptism, through the waters and the word of that. 
But have you taught them how to use the armor of God that they have been given? Now, God's word is absolute truth. You know, many people in our society today, our culture, you know, they don't believe that there is any such thing as absolute truth today. Your children live in a world of relativism. Teach them to know what the truth is when they hear the news. Be able to teach them how to deal with a suggestive billboard or maybe an advertisement that's going on during a television program. For all of us, it gives us great hope to know the power that a believer has in Christ by standing on that word of God. You know, our God has not changed at all, nor has the point of access to his throne in heaven changed. His children have direct access through their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, as we stand firm, the devil can't overcome us. Remember, the rock-solid faith that you have in Christ, that's what empowers us. And what a blessed place it is for the believer to stand in the righteousness of Christ. So daily put on that armor, that armor that is supplied to you by Jesus. You and I really have no strength of our own, but the Word of God tells us that we have everything that is required to stand firm in him. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, who is your Lord and Savior. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.